Welcome everyone to Extreme One to Watch. Today we have a special guest with us in Kylie Murdoch, and we are here with Dana Byrne Shaw. Well, how exciting, Kylie, to have you here. Thank you. We have grown to know and love you through all of our extreme <laughs> events and watching you with all your cool Burns hats. You know, I try and keep a pretty good collection. I actually saw Zach when we were at Buckles for Bailey and I bought two more. And then as a bonus, <laughs> I bought the girl that works for me one as well. And it was kind of cute because we always tell her sprinkles are for winners. And so when she got the hat, that's the saying she chose to put inside of it. Sprinkles, oh. are sprinkles are for winners, <laughs> which oh, is probably one of the most clever things I've heard inside a hat. <laughs> that that is. is. When did you start to uh, get into barrel racing? Tell us a little bit about, uh, walk us through your journey. Man, so when I was three, I wanted a horse and I just kept asking for one until my parents finally gave in when I was about six. They said I was big enough that I could finally start riding. And so I started out with a horse who bucked me off twice, busted my lip, broke my arm, and my parents <laughs> sold her right away, <laughs> which was terrible. And then I got a pony who was awesome. His name was Buddy, and they called him Buddy Budweiser because he would drink all the slug bait. I'm originally from Oregon, so they thought that was super funny for a name for him. And so he was a slight drunk as we called him. <laughs> and sometimes we would run the pattern and sometimes we would victory lap the arena. It was entertaining, but I won my very first buckle in the 4D on him. So it was really cute. So I started probably, I, I think I got him about when I was seven. Oh, so he touched your heart. Absolutely. He was my favorite and my worst enemy. I got in trouble in 4H because I said, the S word in class when I was yelling at him as he was victory lapping the arena. <laughs> Loud enough for everyone to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not very quiet when it comes to things like that. <laughs> Tell us about another horse that's touched your heart. Oh, so this one's going to break everybody's heart. So this year I actually lost my really good mare, Ivana. And I got her from a gal, Kathy McFarlane, and she was like an instant second mother figure to me. This horse took me to place at the San Angelo Rodeo and got me qualified back for the perf. And then we got qualified back top eight at Red Bluff. And we had a career ending injury at that rodeo in the perf. But she taught me so much and to just treasure every run that you have because you just don't know when it's gonna be your last. And she, I only got to run her for a few months this year, but she was definitely my heart and soul. Oh, what a, what a, uh, they do, they take a part of you with them and we don't, we take it so much for granted. Um, because as you said, every, every run can be your very last. How old was she? She was only eight. She was just starting oh, her man, career. That was, that's really tough in, yeah. in her prime. And why do you think she was outstanding? What, how long did, had you had her and what did you do to help our audience understand how did you get a so, horse that can do that great? I got, I had told everybody that I was looking <laughs> and I would get on anything that people would let me get on and try. And it honestly, it was just a feel. I needed to feel like there was something there. And I got on her and I ran her 
in a dusty arena. You couldn't see me even turn the second <laughs> barrel. And I just, I came out and I was all smiles and it was just a wow factor. And I, I just knew she had something special and I called her my freak. Like she had this unnatural ability to turn a barrel and just, you wouldn't even feel her turn it but she, cause she was in such four wheel drive that she just ate up the ground and it didn't matter what she was in. And she just kept powering through and she was so deceiving. We loped to the third, to the first barrel. People say that a lot and they're like, oh, we just loped. No, we literally, like I held her in a true lope to the first barrel because I was so scared of how fast she was. And she just, she wanted it as bad as I did. And you could just feel it and see it. And she knew when she went in that arena, she went in there to work and do her job. And it was incredible. So you've overcame that obstacle and like visited about, you do have um, a whole new string of horses that you're getting used to. And you're still, you know, performing in that top level, even yeah. with overcoming, you know, the, that great loss. And It was it was a struggle. I stayed in bed for a week and cried and I made a tough call to a good friend of mine, Kyle. And he was like, honey, I hate to tell you, like you will never be able to run that horse again. And this was when I feel, still thought it was possible to rehab and it just, there was nothing there to rehab. But he was like, look, you really need to focus and keep going forward and just strive. And he's like, I have this horse for you to go and try and he's really not even on the market but go and look at him and I said okay so I went to Gunnison Oklahoma and made my rodeo runs and on my way home I ventured four hours out of my way to try this horse and he made me smile and it was the first time I had truly smiled in a really long time and that's Sherlock that is my big chestnut gelding who can do no wrong, <laughs> who absolutely knows where the cookie jar is in my trailer and will grab the whole box himself. But he is truly a gem and he started mending the pieces and he brought me back to be able to look at another mare. And her name is Nala. She's a full sibling to Starbucks who stands at High Point. She's a daughter of De Niro and she is the funniest, spunkiest, midge little horse you've ever seen. She's like pony size, which is why I call her midge. And she- you got your pony. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and she's blonde, so it fits with the family. And she has put a smile on my face. She's the one who ran me the 14.9 so far this weekend. So hopefully the other ones can step it up a little bit, get on her level, but she, she makes me smile and she's just fun and hilarious. And honestly, I don't even ride her when I'm at home unless I'm bareback in a halter because that is when she is actually behaving herself <laughs> and not trying to hot lap the arena. <laughs> well, that's, you have such a, a great spunk and spirit about you. Tell us about the three most influential people in your life. Oh man. And how, do, how, and how they've <laughs> impacted you. So my mom is the strongest, most heartfelt woman I have ever known. And she has battled leukemia, kept a strong head on her shoulders. We have had more downs than ups over the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. 
but she is the heart and soul and the reason I keep striving forward. Uh, Jana Bean came into my life right after I lost my good mare. She owned Sherlock and Nala, and she has just stepped up my game and made me a more consistent rider who focuses on what they're doing and really strives to be better. I would love to just ride behind her for the rest of my life. <laughs> she is incredible and she is so strong and she has came leaps and bounds in her career. She's been to the NFR several times and she is just extremely strong. Um, my third would have to be Tom. He puts up with me. <laughs> so he sees all the ugly, all the sad tears, the mad tears, the throwing the sucker in the dirt and trying to pick it back up. <laughs> he sees the hangry side of me in life, the, um, the side of me that most people don't get the pleasure of seeing. I'm really sorry you guys don't get to see me hangry very often, <laughs> mainly because he makes sure to have cheese and crackers in the fridge <laughs> for me at all times. Um, but he, he makes sure that everything runs smooth and that I always have an opportunity to run, which is incredible. He films, he never misses a film, except for the one time I ran a 17-1 on the pattern <laughs> in Prescott and I was third. <laughs> But he got up that night and he drove me 14 hours to make it to Oakley for my next run at the rodeo. So he is probably, he is definitely my number three. Not necessarily number three. They're all oh, yeah. number one. They definitely are. They tolerate more than anybody cares to with me and the horses and my dogs <laughs> and my whole circus when I show up anywhere. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? All of the personalities in my barn. <laughs> I have the funniest horses who think it is hilarious to do things when nobody is with me. <laughs> and that, I think, makes a truly good horse. Something that has all the personality in the world. And really striving to let my horses have that personality is something that just lets them be them. Like, I love being an individual and being that person that people are like, well, she's a little different, but you'll either love her or hate her. And I feel like my horses are the same way because they're allowed to have that personality and really be themselves. If you could go back to your, uh, your small child and tell that person, that little girl, something, what advice would you give her? <laughs> be a doctor. <laughs> Do not continue to ride horses because it is expensive and it will take everything you have to continue. Be a doctor. That's great advice. You heard it right here. Be doctors. Sell the herd. Sell the herd. Definitely. Go to medical school. It's so true. They are fantastic, but they, they cost you everything and more. They cost you... I mean, it is the highest of highs and lowest of lows, like it truly is. But, you know, if you can just ride the wave and continue to keep striving forward, like you can get there. You really can. Yes. So now that you're not a doctor, <laughs> what is your career choice? So I've been a safety consultant for several years. I specialize in nuclear, heavy, high, anything. A nuclear with scientist? Uh, Listen, we're not that smart around here. 
but we definitely, um, I worked at a nuclear power plant for several years. Um, I got into the safety field, which is a lot of fun because, you know, I get to boss people around, tell them when they're doing things wrong. I mean, what person doesn't love to do that? But um, for the last year and a half, I've been blessed to be able to be my mom's full-time caregiver. And that has probably been the most rewarding experience because she gave me everything and I've been able to give some of that back. Oh, we, we really wish her the best and you and it is an honor and a privilege to help our parents in, yes. in their hardest times and it's such a refreshing thing for you to still have a great attitude and be positive and uh, you have to be a, an extreme blessing to her in her life. Sometimes I think she feels that way and sometimes she's like, why are you pushing me? Why are you making me take this? And, you know, we, she knows it's all for her best, but it, sometimes it is extremely difficult to have that person who is just at wit's end taking medicine be like, no, you really have to still take this and I'm sorry, but it's not, you know, it's not always pretty. It can be very ugly. Yeah, it, it sure is. And it is, it's, um, and you're here and I'm sure she's supportive of what you do and she yep. probably watches from home on the webcast. And she has, and she is hilarious. <laughs> she's like, why didn't you do this? <laughs> she is the biggest supporter that I have and I love her to pieces for it. And, you know, honestly, she can diagnose things faster than I can when I'm doing something wrong or not paying attention to the little details. And she, she's hilarious. So when I first started writing, she would take notes during my lessons. And she is a brilliant woman. Like she remembers things and she's like, well, did you do this? And I'm like, no, sorry. And she's like, well, go back and do that. And then problem solved. And I'm like, thanks mom. Like, Good job. That's amazing. What was the first extreme barrel race you came to? Do you remember? Oh my goodness. Okay, so Jessica Waffle, love that woman to pieces. She is my spirit animal taking all seven horses to the extreme. She was like, you have to go, you have to go. And so I went and ran and got qualified at one of the qualifiers right before the extreme. And I got to run at my first extreme million. And it was so much fun and such a blast. And I got to do it, so I qualified. I got to run my little appy mare. I got to run this big visionary gelding of mine, and I had the best time. And I mean, you guys really put on the whole production. It's not just good ground or running through fast. You guys, I mean, the whole team works together and everything is rock solid. I know when I show up, like, it doesn't matter if I pre-enter, late-enter, whatever, like, you guys take care of us a thousand percent which is so appreciated especially you know you learn on the rodeo road nobody cares <laughs> figure it out and you guys are like no here we can do this and I'm like really <laughs> it's the best thing ever oh you're so kind and thank you so much it's been so much fun as Destiny said you do you elevate and and brighten it up and we do really feel like we have an extreme family and and we love having Absolutely. you a part of it and we wish you nothing but the best we're so happy to have you part of our team and our of extreme 
barrel racing. So, you so all much. the best with you and all of your accomplishments that are coming and with your mom and, and her trials that she's Thank facing right now. Thank you so right much. Now. I truly appreciate you guys. It is, it is a family like no other. And if you haven't got the chance, you really have to come because the miles do not matter when you get to come to a facility and relax during a barrel race. Like they run everything, it's smooth, ground is consistent no matter where you are. It's just a family event and you guys truly put on the best production. Oh, well, thank we always you. love to see your smiling face <laughs> and we, we appreciate you and for bringing your yeah. friends as well. Too. And sharing so, your yes. story with us. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, definitely Kylie's always one to watch. She is so much fun and always looks so sharp and beautiful, beautiful horses with a beautiful rider. And, and we, uh, we look forward to seeing you again down, uh, down the road and you as well on our next extreme one to watch.